We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in. We are live and we've made it. Week one is here. NFL season right around the corner. Big game tomorrow night. Week one on Sunday. We are the DFS OGs presented by FanDuel. Live and in person breaking down everything in week one. Our favorite bets, our favorite DFS plays, some stacks, guys to avoid. We're going to try to cover everything here every week for one hour, bringing you everything here again presented by FanDuel. Let me bring in my boys, my fellow OGs, notorious head chopper, Guys, I hope you're as excited as I am. I know you are. I've been grinding. We've been waiting. It's almost like Christmas morning when week one arrives. But we are here uh, excited to break this thing down. Noto, how we doing, buddy? Yeah, doing good. Week one is finally here. Uh, listeners out there, uh, feel free to leave any comments, questions. We want this show to be interactive. Uh, so make sure to do that. Join the chat and also join the OG contest. Um, I just sent out a link on Twitter. Uh, you can just go to FanDuel.com slash OG. Uh, best way to spend seven bucks in week one um, and pretty much every week. There's going to be some big prizes, $10,000 up for grabs um, added to the player pool at the end of the year. So uh, do that. And yeah, week one, let's go. Yes. DFS uh, OGs tournament. So it's a single give the, the quick cliff notes. If you missed it last week, you missed our announcement spots are filling. So you're going to want to go right now uh, and reserve your spot, but single entry tournament, $7 buy-in, like Derek said, it's not only a weekly contest, so we still get the weekly prizes, the bragging rights, all that. It's also a season long tournament. Your top 10 scores will count at the end of this. Somebody's going to walk away with $5,000. Fandle has given us $10,000 to offer up at the end of the year for this tournament. So uh, you can find that again, Fandle.com slash OG. That's where you'll find the link to the contest. You will also find the weekly and yearly standings on that contest. Chop, I know you got your entry in there, my man. Week one is here. How are we feeling? Feeling good. Got to, uh, you know, good, glad to have some football back. And uh, now it's just a matter of uh, finding the groove and remembering what was uh, what you did good last year and what was bad and and then trying to duplicate it. So uh, it's going to be fun. But, man, just, just happy to be – going to be super stoked to sit down on Sunday – morning and turn on the red zone and just watch football for like eight straight hours of nothing but clips of the different games that's that's what that's what you look forward to yeah let's hope you can duplicate your week one or one of us can or a listener out there chop big week one last season so got things started off right 
Uh, Chop, you got already getting uh, some props in, in the comments section. I know you're a humble guy, but a hell of a start to the college football season. So uh, we want to keep it going like Derek said. This is a very interactive show. You want to ask us something, get it in there. I'll do my best uh, to keep it with the games that we are talking about. But the plan is to go game by game. We're going to cover the main slate. Uh, we may do a little quick. Let's give some quick thoughts on the, on the Thursday night game. We won't cover it a ton, but it, we, we're doing our listeners a disservice uh, if we didn't talk really quickly on this Thursday night game. But every week moving forward, we'll cover the main slate again. We're each going to give you our favorite bets. Not only are we going to give them to you, we're, we're going to keep track of these bets. We're going to hold ourselves accountable. We've also come up with a bet amongst the three of us to see who will be the most accurate better here. So we'll be logging that. We'll be sharing our results. Uh, every single week. If you are in the comment section, we we'll want to know your favorite bets as well. So get them in there. Uh, also, make sure you like and subscribe uh, if you are on YouTube. So guys, real quick, let's just hit on Thursday. Again, we won't do this every single week, but uh, obviously excited for this big game here, Tampa Bay uh, and Dallas. So no, no, just a quick overview on this game. Again, we don't need to spend five, 10 minutes on it. Just quick thoughts here, betting wise, uh, DFS wise. Uh, excited to get this season started, and this is a hell of a game to kick us off. Yeah, it should be a, a really fun game. Uh, usually we get some terrible Thursday night games, so I'm excited for this one. Uh, I haven't done any research into showdown pricing or anything like that, but um, yeah, give me the Cowboys eight and a half. I mean, uh, Buccaneers coming off the Super Bowl win. Cowboys, I like what I've seen in the offseason. I think their offense is going to be really good, and I just think they can keep it within uh, you know, a single score. So uh, yeah, give me the eight and a half, and uh, yeah, I think a lot of points will be scored, but I uh, don't feel great about that total. Feels pretty good at uh, 51 and a half. All right, Chop, you're our resident Dallas Cowboys expert. So tough draw here, obviously, going into Tampa Bay, defending Super Bowl champ here in week one. Uh, can Dallas keep this close? Do you see this as a shootout? How do you see this game playing out? It's a shootout. I liked the odds of Dallas winning this game outright before the Zach Martin news. That really, really puts a damper on, on their offense, but – um, you know, I, I still think they can get there. I like, like Noto has said, I like taking the points here with the Cowboys. A little Super Bowl hangover maybe for Tampa Bay. And and uh, Dallas is pretty hungry on this one and just an improved defense. I wish they had the full strength, but uh, I think they could definitely hang within that eight points. Yeah, I also like the Cowboys here. So I like taking the points, a little sprinkle on the money line. I do think they keep this game close, potentially win this game. I, I think big things in store for this Dallas team if they can stay healthy. The Martin injury, like you mentioned, Chop, not ideal here for Zeke in the ground game, but weapons galore in the passing game. Dak is all systems go. Uh, and like you said, maybe a little bit of a Super Bowl hangover, but I think we get a competitive game here. So uh, eight and a half feels a little bit too high. I like Dallas as far as DFS goes. I think there's some sneaky plays here. Not going to go too in-depth here. A couple guys I do like. Gio Bernard, I think, is going to be more involved than people realize. Uh, and Antonio Brown, uh, keep an eye on that injury. But I think he's going to be a big part of that passing game. So let's get into the meat of the show. Week one, main slate. I know everybody out there uh, is setting lineups. Make sure, again, you jump in our FanDuel tournament, the DFS OG is limited to the first thousand people. So if you take too long, you're trying to get in there Sunday morning and it's full. Hey, sorry, not going to have an entry in there. So make sure you get in there. Even if you don't have a lineup set, you can go in, reserve your spot, come back and fill it in later. So guys, anything for the people before we dive into week one, Derek? No, uh, I'm excited. And, uh, you know, congrats to Chop on the big college win. And if you want to check out scores and odds, I think the team was like 12-0 and 0 or something silly uh, the first couple of nights of college. Um, I know the golf team's been crushing too. 
NFL, hopefully the same thing. So uh, check out scores and odds um, if you want to, you know, get in on the betting side of things as well. Right. The beauty of scores and odds is you get every sport. You get all the picks. You know, we're not going to separate it out. You get everything all under one umbrella. So I know the three of us will all be giving different picks uh, for the NFL season here uh, on site. So scoresandodds.com. Make sure you guys get over there uh, for all your sports betting needs. Chop, any other words here before we tie? I want to know the season long draft. Did, Did we get that in the books, Chop? Yeah, got it. I don't, right. feel, I don't feel bad about it. Uh, All right. Let me see. Uh, I know I, I went uh, – I, I reached up for Herbert, so I got, I got me some Herbert. Uh, as my QB, got Eckler. All right, little little That's, Charger stack there. Yeah, yeah. I see you. Uh, I feel like uh, – I mean, I didn't – the guys were like, eh. Some of the stuff was uh, – so I, I reached for Diggs. I don't know. I don't know if I if you call that a reach or not, but I went for Diggs, and so yeah, man. I'm trying to. That's from last year. I'm trying to pull it up, but that's all right. We'll we'll check it at the end of the yeah, show. Yeah, we'll check it. I we'll kind of sprung that on you last second, so you're, you're yeah. But I mean, mode the and... core of it was uh, I had the fifth pick. So I knew I was getting a running back. Worst case, Elliot. So I got Elliot because everybody they they took the four guys ahead of him that I would have taken too. So. Got Elliot with Herbert and Eckler, and feel pretty feel pretty good about it. I did not, I did not get the tight end I wanted. I was hoping uh, I I was I got sniped on Hawkinson right at the end, like two picks before me. That's the guy I was like banking on. I'm gonna skip Kittle. I'm gonna skip Kelsey and these guys. But so it's all good. Yeah, but you know. We'll check. I'll give you some updates after week one. I feel good about it, though. There we go. Got to get that W in week one. Get things started <laughs> off on the right foot. So uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. As we go throughout the season, keeping an eye on the chat. Some of the regulars rolling in. Don Yeezy uh, has been with us for years. So shout out to him. Josh Duck uh, giving Chop some, some props. we got a question on running backs from T-Best. We'll get to that uh, as we roll along. Uh Bet AUP 2K6, show me the money, that's the plan. So we're going to do things a little bit differently uh, this season. So like I mentioned in the opening, we're going to cover every game, but we're going to give you our favorite bets. We're going to hit on the DFS stuff slightly uh, and get into it as much as we can on some of the weeks where we don't have as many games like week one. Uh, We'll be able to dig in a little bit longer uh, to the games, but we want to keep things right around an hour. So guys, with that being said, let's get started here. First game on the docket should be a good one, Seattle Traveling to Indianapolis, Seattle, small two-and-a-half-point favorites. Big total here of 50 chop here in this game. So Seattle, we know, same old, same old. Russell Wilson and company, uh, Chris Carson back, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, supposed to be playing at a faster pace this season. So uh, does that help their cause here with this total? The Colts have been dealing with a lot of injuries, offensive line, Carson Wentz, T.Y. Hilton. So uh, thoughts here, overview on this game, your favorite bet, and what are we doing DFS-wise Seattle, Indianapolis? Yeah, I, be- I believe all the uh, Seattle stuff offensively when I see it. You know, they, they always say that, and then at some point in the year, they just revert back to what they always have been. So I believe it when I see it. I'm looking at the game, and Indianapolis here as an underdog, like, if Carson Wentz is going to play, which I don't see any reason to believe he's not right now, I got to take Indianapolis to win this game outright, period. So that's my favorite play of uh, of that game is Indianapolis uh, with the points right there. I think they're a better team, and they're at home here. And and so uh, that's where I am with that. And they're a tricky team. 
DFS wise, just because the defense is pretty good. The offense can grind you out, make it ball control. Uh, so I, I'm not, I don't know how stoked I am offensively for this game, but I do like the Colts. All right, Derek, let's get over to you. Thoughts on this game and your favorite bet here. Again, we're going to get, we're not going to cover every single bet out there. And it's a good lesson if you're betting sports, you don't need to bet everything. Find your favorite bets, and we're going to give you one out of every game. But generally, you want to find a couple each week that you really like. So uh, we're going to give you our favorites here uh, and see how we do. Uh, hopefully do as well as we did last season. Numbers were pretty good, so we hope to duplicate that. So, uh, Derek, big total here, close game. What thoughts here, Seattle, Indy? Yeah, on the DFS side of things, uh, I like the Seattle Seahawks a lot more than I do uh, the Colts. You know, what Russell Wilson, very uh, targeted, you know, pass volume there. Uh, you're going to be able to get a bunch of targets for Metcalf, a bunch of targets for Lock, uh, sorry, Lockett. And uh, we know the Colts. I mean, they like to keep everything in front of them. I think this kind of sets up well for Lockett, even though I didn't love him in season-long drafts. Uh, I think he's interesting here. Um, I think Carson will probably get overlooked by the masses. I think, uh, you know, he's pro he's projecting pretty well on Roto-Grinders right now. So don't mind looking at him in tournaments. And then uh, on the Colts side, the only guy I would really look to is Pittman. Kind of going to step in as that wide receiver one. We don't really know if, uh, you know, Wentz is going to look his way or not. He hasn't had a ton of time to practice. But uh, I think 5,300 on FanDuel is certainly interesting. And then from a betting perspective, I'll take the under. Uh, I don't have a strong, you know, preference one team or another. But uh, 50 seems high for two teams with uh, some deep, decent defenses. Under for me as well. Uh, definitely. You know, this is one you could see shooting out for sure. But I, I can see Indianapolis trying to take the air out of the ball in this game and really getting the ground game going uh, with Jonathan Taylor. Even some of the injuries they're dealing with on the offensive line. I think they're going to want to keep Russell Wilson uh, and company on the sidelines here. Two decent defenses. I don't think either one is really stand out. I don't think they're uh, worst defenses in the league either. So I'm also going under that 50. It's kind of a coin toss as, as far as who's going to win this game. Uh, I like going on the indie side with Chop, getting the points there. Maybe take a little sprinkle on the money line. But under 50 DFS-wise, Derek, I agree. Michael Pittman, one of my favorite plays of the week. You know, the site's price in, in week one, they come out early and they can't factor in everything. Well, you lose T.Y. Hilton. He's basically your best pass-catching option here. Uh, we'll see what happens with Paris Campbell, Zach Pascal, guys like that. But uh, Pittman just way too cheap for a wide receiver one. Uh, Seattle struggled with wide receivers uh, over the past few seasons, especially last season. So uh, love Pittman here. Obviously, the receivers on the other side are very much in play as well. Don't even hate a Russell Wilson. Grab one of his receivers, run it back with Pittman uh, type stack here on this game. So uh, that'll do it for that game. Let's move on to the next one. I, I think this one's going to be fun. Jets in Carolina. We get the Sam Darnold revenge game here Derek uh this is one I think has some sneaky upside so I'm gonna put my pick in first here just so we balance things out I actually like the over uh, in this game and I, it's not the Carolina side I worry about I think Sam Darnold a great value quarterback here tons of ways that you can pair him up obviously guys like Robbie Anderson DJ Moore Terrace Marshalls look great uh, you can do the old Christian McCaffrey pairing if you wanted my concern is can the Jets keep pace here Zach Wilson look great uh, in the preseason, but uh, do they have enough juice to, to keep this thing interesting? I'm going over here, Derek, your thoughts. Uh-oh, the first mute of week one. It wouldn't be week one unless I uh, started with a mute. So, yeah, I like the over as well, you mentioned, um, but I'm going to go with the Panthers. 
Um, you know, the Jets, a lot of uh, buzz coming into the season, Zach Wilson, all that stuff, um, new coach. But uh, I just don't trust them. They're still the Jets. Um, I do like Sam Darnold, um, even if you don't want to, you know, go into the revenge narrative. I think he's interesting. Um, you know, uh, he's going to have a real football coach now. A lot of weapons um, from a DFS perspective. Got to like C-Mac each and every week. He's the only running back pretty much in the NFL that you can count on to play, you know, 90 to 95 percent of the snaps. As far as the receivers go, I'll probably take a wait-and-see approach. I think Terrence Marshall um, is going to be a popular sleeper, um, and he's going to kind of be the trendy pick that ends up being popular. So um, I'll stay away from them just to see, you know, who Darnold prefers. Uh, typically, he likes the, the slot receivers, so I'm going to keep an eye on uh, where everyone lines up in week one. Then the Jets side, from a DFS perspective, I just don't know um, if I can trust anyone here. Uh, Elijah Moore is probably going to be pretty popular on um, on some of the sites, he's uh, pretty cheap, only 5K on FanDuel. But, uh, yeah, from a DFS perspective, I don't love the game, but I will take Carolina. All right. I should have mentioned Carolina minus 5.5 here in this one. The over-under sitting at 45. So, Derek's going Carolina minus 5.5. I'm going over. Uh, Derek, for me, it's Robbie Anderson uh, is the receiver. Has that natural connection with, with Sam Darnold going back to the Jets. We saw that was the breakout season for Robbie Anderson, but I get what you're saying. It's tough. And what you'll notice when you're building lineups, these rookie receivers chop are cheap across the board. We're, we're going to rattle off a lot of different rookie receiver names, uh, including guys like Terrace Marsh and Elijah Moore uh, in this game. So a lot of value there. Uh, Jets side, I do like Corey Davis. I, I think he's going to garner a pretty big target share uh, in this offense. We saw Zach Wilson uh, hook onto him. So again, an, another type stack. I like Sam Darnold paired a few different ways with some of these guys and run it back uh, with a Corey Davis, hopefully leading to a shootout in this game. Chop, where do you come out here? Can the Jets do enough? Is this a, a route here for Carolina getting McCaffrey back? Thoughts here, Panthers, Jets. I am going to be on Carolina here, minus the points. Uh, just, I think they're going to be improved. I mean, uh, yeah, much improved. Second year for the new coach and, uh, Lots of good things going on there, and and just I just don't trust the Jets' rookie quarterback. I don't trust Zach Wilson. Like the latest stuff coming out has been good, but there was a lot of bad stuff in the beginning. So who knows what to believe in your first game against real defenses? Now this is not preseason anymore, and so uh, I'm gonna trust uh, Carolina more than the Jets here. I'm gonna I'm gonna give up the points and take Carolina. I'm also on the Robbie Anderson train this week. A little revenge for these guys uh, against the Jets. So. Of course, you don't need me to tell you to take McCaffrey if you can afford that kind of stuff. But I, li I like the Darnold to Anderson stack right here, and and uh, I'm on Carolina. All right, Carolina it is for both of you. Got a mark down over 45 for me. On to our next game. Another one I think is very interesting here, Chop. Philadelphia and Atlanta. Atlanta, small three-point home favorites here. Total up at 48 and a half. So the Falcons obviously lose Julio Jones. Uh, you bring in Kyle Pitts. Uh, a lot of hype around him after that one reception in the preseason. Uh, but we'll see what this offense is. Uh, is Mike Davis the guy? We saw him bring in Wayne Gallman. So discuss that. And in Philadelphia, a lot of question marks on this team. We only saw Jalen Hurts last season uh, play well in, in limited starts. Uh, but they, again, questions with Miles Sanders, new coaching staff. They bring in Devontae Smith here, got the two tight ends. So this is one of those games, Chop, I have a lot of interest in uh, from DFS purposes. Kind of ugly game on paper, but uh, your thoughts here, Eagles and Falcons. Yeah, I, I have some uh, interest in the DFS side of it. 
because well i like the over here so i'm going over on them on that number right there and then and if you go over on a game typically you want to have a little interest in the game uh dfs wise uh you know it's tough to say there's so much hey, there's a piece of me this year that thinks jalen hurts really struggles as he's you know not that good of a passer and defense is going to key in on the running but i don't think this is the week where it kicks in because atlanta's just not going to be very good defensively i don't think so uh I like the over. Uh, obviously, if you can get your hands on Calvin Ridley, he's one of the best in the game. Kyle Pitts, I, I worry about that. You know, DFS-wise, let's look at his ownership and see what it looks like he's closer to kickoff. Popular. Yeah, and then if that's the case, then I can fade a rookie tight end in his first game ever in the in the, in the the big league. So uh, definitely like some Calvin Ridley. I love Mike Davis this year. Don't know if this is the week for him, but I do love Mike Davis, so – and then on the Philly side, I think we can get a good game here running the ball from Hurts. And we'll see how his receivers play out. I, you don't need to stack him. So I like the over in this game. I'm also on the over here in this one. I, I like this game. I, I do like stacking this game. And it's mainly with Jalen Hurts. You know, Atlanta really struggled with, with quarterbacks uh, on the ground last season. This guy's going to put up numbers. Just, you know, the worry is, like I said, the passing. We know what the worry is with Jalen Hurts. But I think pairing him up with, with a Devonta Smith or even a Jalen Rager, both very cheap, Derek. I, I like going both ways. I prefer Smith. Uh, you run it back with a Calvin Ridley on the other side, uh, kind of negates some of that cost of Ridley. As far as the running game goes, high on Mike Davis, I worry a little bit. I think Wayne Gallman's going to be more involved uh, than people realize. But Derek, really, really like the, the Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith stack. So uh, are you with me or talk me out of this thing here against Atlanta? Yeah, this is one of my favorite stacks as well, although uh, I'll go a little bit off the board and I'll say play Hurts naked and bring it back with the Ridley or a Pitts because, uh, you know, Hurts has so much upside on the ground. In his three starts last year, um, only two quarterbacks outscored him during those three weeks, um, and most of it was on the ground. I don't mind the Smith or Rager call. They're both really cheap on FanDuel. Um, I'm going to be avoiding the tight ends. You know, Hurts, we thought he was going to get cut, and, uh, you know, now he's going to play a big role, so – can avoid those two, uh, but love Hurts and love bringing it back with uh, Ridley or Pitts. I'd rather be early to the Pitts party than late. Um, even if he's going to be popular, I think, you know, the talent's there. And uh, Philly, they're much better up front than they are uh, in the secondary and over the middle. So uh, love Pitts and Ridley, you know, averaged over 100 yards per game last season without Julio. I think he's one of the better or highest ceiling, you know, wide receiver options as you'll find this week. And agree with you, Bear. I'm uh, not really on Davis in this matchup. Uh, I'm just worried about him, and I think they're going to be in a lot of negative game scripts this season. Uh, but for betting, make it three for three, uh, hit the over, and uh, we should keep a track of all of our you know bets that we agree on because last year was pretty good. I'm going to throw a little highlight here on the ones that we uh, are in sync on. We did have a pretty – I forget exactly what the record was last season, but definitely profitable. So uh, we'll write that one down. I think we came up with some parlays even that uh, did well uh, using our favorite bets of the week. So. All on the over here at 48 and a half. I don't hate that call running him out naked either, Derek. And for anyone that's new and not sure what we're talking about, that just means he's a quarterback by himself. You're going to hear a lot of stacking and pairing guys with wide receivers, tight ends, which makes a ton of sense in your tournament lineups. Some of these guys like Hertz, Lamar Jackson, you don't necessarily have to do that every time out. So uh, running Hertz out there naked, uh, not the worst strategy uh, in the world here. So let's move on to our next game. Uh, this one maybe not as exciting as far as the total goes. We got the Chargers traveling to 
Washington to take on the football team. Chargers, road favorites here at minus one, Derek. Uh, total sitting at 44 and a half. So Chargers, same cast of characters. Justin Herbert, we saw was incredible. Uh, his rookie season, Austin Eckler back healthy, Keenan Allen and company. And Washington, record was ugly, but they won the division uh, behind a very strong defense and the emergence of guys like Antonio Gibson and Terry McLaurin. So Ryan Fitzpatrick in town now as the new quarterback. Derek, uh, a lot to unpack here in this game. So I'll toss it to you here, Chargers and the football team. Yeah, it should be a great game. I think both of them could be, uh, you know, playoff teams, uh, you know, at the end of the season. Um, the Chargers obviously know more Anthony Lynn. And, uh, yeah, I think their offense is going to be good, but they have a very tough test against Chase Young in this uh, defensive line. So I'm not going to be going out of my way to target Justin Herbert. Um, their offensive line could be an issue, and uh, I think we're going to see a lot of dump-offs. Austin Eckler, I think uh, Keenan Allen should get a lot of targets in this one. But I just don't know if I love them on a half PPR site like FanDuel. And then on the other side, um, I love Antonio Gibson. You know, uh, he's still going to lose work on third down to McKissick, but uh, I think there's plenty of potential there. We uh, He actually caught two more balls than McKissick in the preseason. So uh, that price point, it's only going to go up from here. I like him. I'll have a couple shares of McLaurin and Logan Thomas, um, especially if Curtis Samuel ends up being out. Uh, it seems like he is questionable at best for this one. From a betting perspective, give me the home team. Um, yeah, one point underdog, I'll take that. Ah, oh, you stole my pick. I was hoping I could fly under the radar here. I like Washington here uh, as well. Feels like they're getting a little bit disrespected here. I mean, I like the Chargers and all, but uh, I think Washington wins this game. So you know, I don't think I'm going to get much of a money line bet on a one-point spread, but give me Washington here as well. Uh, definitely looks like Antonio Gibson going to be a popular play this week, just looking at some of the early ownership numbers, uh, which makes sense. You know, you get a workhorse running back that's underpriced. Eckler, another guy that's going to be popular here, Chop. I'm finding a hard time playing really anyone out of this game. I, I don't mind the Washington defense, a little bit of Gibson here and there as the pairing, the correlation there, but I'm pretty much hands off on the Chargers against this tough defense. So give me the Washington football team in the betting market. Give me the defense and DFS with a little bit of Gibson. It's pretty much it for me in this game, Chop. You got any more optimism here uh, than I do on this one? I am not a fan of taking guys from this game, period, from either side. And I say that because my favorite play of this game is the under. And that's not even close. Uh, I think it's going under because, well, we know what Washington has on defense, what they're going to bring to the table. And I hate to I hate to do that to the Chargers offense because I think they're going to be explosive this year. So that's a tough bet to go under on one of their games. But I think this Washington defense is so good that maybe first game out for Herbert with a new uh, offensive coordinator, new coach, Maybe it's a little bit of a struggle, enough to where they can't put up big points. The sneaky thing about this, this team this year is going to be that defense. The Chargers defense is going to be very, very good, as long as they can stay healthy, which has been the number one problem with the best defender they have, Derwin James. As long as he stays healthy, this team is going to be very good on defense. And even though Washington's going to have a much improved offense this year, a little bit more pace to them and, and you know, just generally better offense, this is not the game I want to play around with. So Chargers defense, good. Redskins defense, good. Give me the under. Yeah, it just feels like one of them ugly type games. So I like that under as well. Lower number, but it uh, feels like this one could struggle for sure. Both teams is just kind of slogging it out here. And uh, Randy Owens in the chat says, I just want to win a milli like head chopper. Randy, we all do. And when I was growing up, it was 
want to be like Mike was the commercials trying to be like Michael Jordan. Now for the for these days, want to be like Chop. So uh, hopefully, again, if it's not one of us, it's one of you guys uh, taking down some of these massive prizes. While we're talking about that, reminder, Vandal.com slash OG to jump in our single entry contest that's going to go the entire course of the season. So come play against us. But Vandal also a lot of other offerings in the lobby, including the Sunday Million. Just a $3 buy-in on that one, $3.5 million uh, in prizes, and a ton of other entries as well. Uh, the FanDuel Fantasy Football Championship. So uh, tons of offerings over there. Make sure you check it out uh, in the lobby. And FanDuel Sportsbook, where we're getting all of our odds from here. Uh, go make some bets over there. Tons of different ways to bet these games, including the single-game parlays, which are a lot of fun. So let's get on to our next game, guys. A little bit more fantasy-friendly here, Minnesota and Cincinnati. We got Minnesota, small three-point road favorites here, 47 and a half. On the total here, Chop. I'm going to go first with my pick here. Then I'll toss it to you. Then I'll come back in with some DFS stuff. But I'm going with the home team here. I like Cincinnati here uh, in this game, led by Joe Burrow and company. They bring in Jamar Chase. I think Joe Mixon is in a great spot here. Minnesota kind of struggled with running backs last season. No Gio Bernard uh, in town. So I'm going to go with Cincinnati here plus the three. I like them on the money line as well. But for our bets, give me the points here, Cincinnati, Chop. Thoughts here, Bengals, Vikings. I like that pick, but I'm going against it. I'm going. I'm going with uh, Minnesota, and I don't like necessarily taking a, a road favorite, but uh, I think they're they're an improved defense this year. I think they're going to be better. The offense is what it's always been here the last few years, and it's pretty decent, pretty good. So uh, they just need some something out of the defense, which I think they're going to get this year. The main thing here is I'm worried about Cincinnati. I'm worried about uh, Joe Burrow coming back from the injury. You know, we heard some bad things about him. He's not, he's not planting that leg like he used to. So that worries me. It worries me that you spent all that draft equity in the first round on uh, Jamar Chase, and this will be his first real game in about two years almost. Like, and the last one was in college, and now you're in the NFL, and he's rusty. So I'm, I'm worried about those things maybe playing a role in the first game of the year. So I'm going to take Minnesota and. You know, because of those question marks on Cincinnati's offense with those guys, maybe a T. Higgins, maybe, maybe that, that guy or, or Tyler Boyd. But uh, for Minnesota, I mean, they're just condensed. It's the same three guys, especially now that Irv Smith is gone or, or injured for the year. It's Dalvin, it's uh, Jefferson, and it's Thielen. And those are the three guys. You could play two, uh, two out of those three guys and, and do very well most weeks. So that's where I'm at. Yeah, I love Dallin this week. You're getting a nice discount uh, off of Christian McCaffrey, and we got a, a couple stud running backs in play that we're still going to talk about. But Derek, he's got to be right near the top of the list here uh, in this matchup uh, with Cincinnati. Uh, Cincinnati side, I like the T. Higgins call for sure. Uh, full PPR, prefer Tyler Boyd. We know he's going to get a lot of them short receptions. Chop, you mentioned the struggles with the offensive line. That may cause the ball to come out a little bit sooner. So uh, Boyd in those scenarios, but I love the pricing here. On T. Higgins, I think it's going to take a little bit for Jamar Chase uh, to kind of integrate into this offense. So, uh, Derek, I'm on the Cincinnati side of things. Chops on the Minnesota side of things. Are, are you breaking the tie here or are you going with it with something in the total? Yeah, similar to Chop Beer, I like your pick, but I'm going against it. I actually hate your pick. Uh, yeah, I say don't be nice. <laughs> Just say your pick sucks. I'm not yeah. taking the winner here, Minnesota. 
Yeah, uh, yeah. Give me Minnesota. Um, Chop mentioned it. Their defense is going to be a lot better. They lost four key starters last year. Mike Zimmer, uh, defensive coach, um, and for the longest time they had one of the better defenses in the NFL. So I think they're going to be improved. I worry about the offensive line for uh, Cincinnati, and their defensive line, uh, by all accounts, might be one of the worst in the NFL. So I think Dalvin Cook is going to run all over them. Uh, my favorite spend at the running back position this week, ninety four hundred, like you mentioned, beer. Great discount off of uh, C-Mac, so love him. I'll have some Cousins and Jefferson stacks, Cousins and Thielen stacks as well. Um, I think this game could shoot out, no doubt about it. And then on the other side, I just don't really know what to do. I'm worried about the line. Uh, you know, Burrow coming off the MCL, ACL injuries. Um, you know, Chase is dropping a bunch of balls uh, in camp. So, yeah, I agree with Higgins. I think he's okay. I agree with Boyd in uh, full PPR settings. Uh, but for the most part, I'm, I'm more interested in the Vikings than I am in the, the Bengals. Couple of, couple of Bengals haters here. Uh, Joe Mixon, uh, the play for him, I mentioned him earlier, but uh, Minnesota fifth most FanDuel points allowed to the running back position last season. So, yes, the offensive line is a concern. This guy's going to get the ball a ton, uh, going to be much more involved uh, in the passing game. And, uh, Chop, you good? You, you, did you lose something there? You, Look, you're trying to look around and trying to adjust this chair, but I don't know where the I don't know where the button is. So look at that, look at that fancy time. chair this guy's got. Oh, let me tell you, Big T recommended Big T recommended this chair, and I got to give him credit, man. I haven't had uh, any back pain since I got it, which there was about go, three, four months, three, about three months, two two months ago. So props to Big T. It's a great chair. It's a Titan Secret Lab chair, but uh, yeah, I can't find a button. But we're, we're good. We're good. I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh when you kind of sink out of the screen. You hit that button and bam, chop gone. All right, let's move on. Next game here we have Jacksonville and Houston and Derek. I'm gonna say this for the first time ever on this show, and we've been doing these shows a lot of years. The Jacksonville Jaguars are road favorites here, going to Houston. Jacksonville minus three here uh, against potentially the worst team in the league in Houston. Total sitting at 45 and a half. And Derek, I wouldn't be a good host if I didn't toss this one to you. Your team is a favorite on the road. Are you rolling with them? Or are you going to be a pessimistic Jags fan here? Uh, yeah, I got to roll with my team here. This is the first year in a long time I've had, uh, you know, a little confidence in them. I wouldn't go uh, using them in survivor pools. I've seen a lot of people uh, picking them uh, in survivor pools. And Road favorites uh, week one, just uh, th that's kind of risky, especially a team like the Jags. But, um, yeah, give me that minus three and a half. I just have no confidence uh, in Houston whatsoever. I mean, in camp they were taking all the names off the jerseys and trying to say, you know, every job is up for grabs. And um, it's just a weird situation. No Deshaun Watson. Tyrod Taylor's in his low 30s. And, you know, his best weapon's always been his mobility. Um, who knows how good that's going to be at this point. Three-way committee of running backs, so we can't trust that. I don't really like any of their receivers. I think Cooks, you know, could get um, a decent target share early in the year. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really trust anyone there. I don't love the price point. For Jacksonville, um, yeah, great matchup right out of the gate. Uh, Lawrence looked great in his last preseason game. Houston has a terrible secondary, um, and their best corner is going to be suspended for week one. So uh, I think Lawrence is good. I think uh, you can pair him up with Chenault. I think he's going to get a lot of those uh, play calls that were going to go to Etienne. And then uh, I like Marvin Jones as well. Um, he made a lot of good, um, you know, catches in the preseason. And you can certainly look to James Robinson. Um, we've talked about this a couple of times. The prices came out a few weeks ago and, um, you know, obviously Etienne's now out. So James Robinson, 
I hope uh, is going to be the RB1. I'm sure Carlos Hyde is going to get more work than any of us want him to get. But uh, 5,900, that's a great price point. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a sad week if my Jags don't come through because I love them in DFS, love them in betting as well. I'm with you. And they're, in fact, one of my favorite bets of the week. I, I like the Jags here to win this game. And Beat Paws in the chat says, Noto is a Jags fan. Yes, there are two Jags fans in the world. One is with us. Uh, one is with us sometimes at Stan Box. So that there's two Jags fans out there. Uh, kidding aside, of course, but I do like Jacksonville a lot in this game. I like James Robinson a ton here, Derek. I know there's going to be worries about you know, Carlos Hyde and, and does Duke Johnson work in and, and Urban Meyer is a donkey. Houston was horrendous against the run last season. In fact, the worst team uh, in giving up fantasy points. So uh, I think Robinson, if anything, is going to be the bigger end of this committee. I also like Chenault. Uh, chop. I like Marvin Jones in that mid-range. Uh, Trevor Lawrence uh, could even be a sneaky guy here. I, I think this offense really does well here. I'm, I'm hands off with Houston. I, I don't see anything on the Houston side of things I like. So again, give me the Jags minus three. Give me James Robinson, and I'll mix in some Lawrence with LaVisca, Marvin Jones stacks. All Jags for me. Again, something I never thought I'd say. Here we are in 2021. Give me the Jags. Chop, your thoughts here. Jaguars and Texans. Oh, I can get the Jags minus three. That, that's my five-star lock of the week right it's there. Three, the it's Jags. three, by the way. Derek's right. a three and a half. The, the official is when I write it down before the show. That That's what we're <laughs> going with. And, and it is minus 118 on Fandle. So if it's something you want to get on board with this, you get on board now before you do have to pay that three and a half and add that hook. Yeah. Give me the, give me the Jags for my five-star lock. They, they're just Listen, Houston's going to be historically bad this year. They're going to be terrible. got to – got to – we're going to start seeing some uh, – real quick, we're going to start seeing some double-digit spreads against them every single week. So I'll take a team minus three right off the bat because uh, they're going to be bad and the Jags are going to be okay. And so, real quick, Chop, real quick, do, do they even have interest in winning games? You know, that's something – yes, it's it's week another one. Good, but, another good but point. This, this is a bad team that, you know, if they don't have much incentive to win, they want to trade Watson, they want to accumulate draft picks. Do they even have interest in winning any games? Yeah, it's another good point. The, the front office may put a product out there that's so bad on purpose, uh, and the players themselves are just not good. So, yeah, we're there, man. We're on the same page here on this one. Jags all day. For that reason, I mean, so for playing from behind, give me maybe some Brandon Cooks. I do worry about the quarterback play for Houston, but uh, give me some Brandon Cooks. And on the flip side – I'm probably more I'm probably more assured of Brandon Cooks than I am of just about any Jags guy outside of James Robinson. I think James Robinson is good, even though everybody wants to talk up how the coaching staff must not like him if they drafted ETN and all that other stuff. The the pass catchers here are really up in the air. I really don't know what to think about Shark or Chenault could be very much a fraud. And uh and then Marvin whoa, Jones. Whoa. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. For fantasy. Like, oh, here like, we go. Here we go. Like, who's to say, who's to say all of a sudden Chenault is going to get all this work from Urban Meyer? Maybe he does. Maybe he's great. I think he was. He was great in Colorado, at Colorado, but like he didn't show a whole lot last year. They didn't get, you know, who knows who's to say Urban Meyer is going to be that smart. So anyway, point being, like there's a bunch of pass catchers. I don't know which one's going to. So I kind of, uh, I'll play him. I'll play them all just a little bit of sprinkle. Can't load up on any of them because I have no read on the situation. But uh, the only read I have that's guaranteed is that Jacksonville is going to roll this team up. Yeah, I'm with you. Easily my favorite bet of the week as well. So, so far, parlay car Jacksonville minus three, 
and the over in the Philadelphia Atlanta game. We'll see if we can make that a three or four teamer before we get out of here. Next game up. Uh, this one should be fun. Chop Arizona traveling to Tennessee. Titans small three-point home favorites. Massive total here at 50, 52 and a half. Uh, we know we know the deal here. Two very good offenses. Julio Jones now added to the mix here uh, to go along with A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill. So a potent offense on that side. And we know what the Cardinals were. Kyler Murray was playing at an MVP level early on in the season. He's back. Lots of weapons there. DeAndre Hopkins, Rondale Moore, A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, uh, the dual running back, Chase Edmonds, James Conner. So a fantasy delight here, Chop. Players everywhere. How do we handle this game? Because I think it'll be one of the more popular games on the slate. So uh, favorite bet here and then DFS-wise, how do we get different with this one? Man, this is a tough one right here. I'm at, I'm at odds on this game because there's a piece of me that looks and says this game's very stackable and that it could go over and there's a lot of good offensive players in this game. And then, then there's another piece that says kind of don't know what to expect out of Tennessee 100. Like this is not the same offensive coordinator from last year. So we don't know exactly what's going to happen. And maybe they come out and just pound Derrick Henry and they eat up all the clock and they keep Kyler Murray on the sideline so much that he loses all his rhythm and it's an ugly game. It could happen like that. But I'm going to lean more towards the offenses here, being very good, be, being very efficient in their time on the field. So I'm going to take the over the total on this game. And uh, I don't think there's any mystery here. On one side, you have Kyler who can run. And then you have his number one target by a wide margin being DeAndre Hopkins. He's definitely in play. And if you're looking for a, like a not not so much a sleeper, but a cheaper guy, Rondell Moore is fine. And then on the flip side, it's pretty much set in stone every week that Julio, A.J. Brown, Derrick Henry, those are going to be your guys. Tannehill's obviously orchestrating it, but those are your three skill players. I mean – Again, just like Minnesota, play two out of the three. You would be fine playing two out of the three and hoping you get get that right. Yeah. I, so here's I'm going to give a quick my thoughts on this game. Yeah, yeah. I don't hate the over here, but I'm actually going to go with the Cardinals here. And the reason why, look at these two offenses. I, I think they're very similar. They're both going to be able to score points, no doubt. Then I look at the defenses, and Arizona not world beaters, but Tennessee is going to be an absolutely horrific defense. So. When it comes down to the end and somebody needs a stop, I feel better about the Cardinals getting that stop than I do about the Tennessee Titans here. So, Derek, I'm going to take the three points. I agree with Chop on a lot of the DFS plays. I think there's a ton of different ways uh, that you could go in this game. There's some nice value in guys like Chase Edmonds out there, Rondale Moore, uh, like he mentioned here. So is this a Derrick Henry game for you? Is this a, a Tannehill, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones game for you? Uh, and then what are you doing on the Arizona side of things? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the over in this one. This is one of my favorite stacks of the week. Um, uh, two of my favorite wide receiver plays of the week, too. Um, Malcolm Butler ended up retiring earlier this week for Arizona. He was their number one cornerback. So I think A.J. Brown or Julio Jones is going to have a monster week. I'm kind of banking on the fact that this is uh, Julio's first game with the offense. Um, so I'm going to go A.J. Brown. I'm going to have a ton of him in DFS. I don't mind stacking him with Tannehill, uh, but for me, I like playing, you know, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins on the other side. Uh, we saw how big of a season Hopkins had last year with Kyler, and that was their first year together. Um, he should have some positive touchdown regression coming as well. Um, Kyler Murray makes a ton of plays with his legs. So I love the Murray-Hopkins uh, stack and bringing it back with A.J. Brown. Um, so I won't have a ton of Henry. I certainly think this is a game where he could take over. 
Um, but yeah, give me the over and then give me a, a bunch of stacks with those three. All right, you two on the over. Not quite a clean sweep. I do like it, though. So if you're out there, you're debating. Uh, I like Arizona to win this game, but I, I do like the over. We won't we won't include it in the parlay, but a, a little bonus if we needed to get there. So, Travis, I'll, I'll try to keep that updated for you uh, as we go along. Uh, Randy Owens calling his shots, says we're going to have to interview him after he wins the Millie, and Tannehill's going to be in that winning lineup. Book it, he says. So, Randy, I'll be, I'll be glad to have you. We'll definitely bring you on. You, you call your oh, shot yeah. and you got Tannehill in that lineup. You take down a Millie. Uh, we'll save you a seat here uh, for the week two pot. So good luck out there and thank you for listening. All right, next game for us, San Francisco minus seven and a half traveling to Detroit. We got a 45 on the total here. I'm going to go first here again. I'm taking San Francisco. I think they absolutely route this team. Uh, somebody in the chat asked earlier, let me find that, uh, about Brian Baker want to know, survivor team, I, I hate burning San Francisco week one, but this is a team I feel most passionate about just winning this game without even any uh, competition from Detroit. So uh, Brian Baker, San Francisco is my pick there. But guys, I think San Francisco rolls here. I think there's a lot of ways you could play this. I like both running backs. I think Jimmy G, Ayuk. Debo, Kittle, all in play. Obviously not in the same lineup, but a ton of ways that you can go here with San Francisco. So all the Niners, for me, Derek, I think they route this team. I'd be surprised if Detroit cracks 10 points here. I think the Niners roll as well. Um, I think they're going to control the game on the ground. They're just going to be a team that runs the ball nearly as much as anyone, probably second to Baltimore. So um, that kind of hurts my interest in the pass catchers just because I don't think they're going to need him in this game. Um, Kittle would be my favorite of the bunch just because tight end is such a weak position. Uh, but, yeah, a little bit of interest in Mostert. You know, I think he's going to draw the start, maybe like a 55-45 split um, with him and Trey Sermon. But, um, yeah, just not a ton of interest in DFS other than the running backs uh, and some GPPs. And pretty much a complete fade for me with Detroit. I mean, they released Prashad Perriman. <laughs> a couple weeks ago we thought he was going to be the number one wideout in this offense. Um, you know, maybe a look at Hawkinson. Um, they are going to be playing for behind in this one, and he's really their only good wide out. We know Goff likes his tight end, so um, maybe a little Mostert, a little Hawkinson, and give me San Fran. I agree with you, Beer. One thing to worry about, San Francisco pretty damn good against the tight end. In fact, gave up the fewest amount of fantasy points to that position. I agree. I think Hawkinson really the only way that you can look uh, at this Detroit team, but Chop, let, let's take a look at the running backs here for San Francisco on FanDuel. You got Raheem Mostert, 6,100. Uh, my personal favorite over the course of the season, we'll see how week one plays out, uh, is Trey Sermon. He's just 5,200. Is it crazy to think, Chop, both of these guys uh, could go off in this game? Would you, would you use them in the same lineup? Is there enough juice in this running game? And is Detroit bad enough where that's even a viable strategy here? Or do you prefer one over the other? I don't have I don't have a lean or preference. I think they could both go off, and I wouldn't be surprised at all. And uh, I mean, I want I kind of want to take the over. I'm not going to. I kind of want to take the over because San Francisco could put up like forty points themselves, like forty plus. I really, I mean, we've seen it from them before. They're that dominant on offense sometimes when they're healthy, and they should be by all accounts healthy. So um, they're going to put up a big number. I think there's room for both running backs. Like when you start to get into running backs and wide receivers and tight ends, I don't know if there's enough room for all that, but because uh, at some point they'll just kind of put the brakes on and say, all right, let's just grind out the clock. Maybe, maybe even throw in the third running back out there, you know, and, and the fourth guy, who knows, but uh, 
it'll be curious to see the quarterback play here, how that how that shapes out with Garoppolo and uh, and Trey Lance. So, uh, but I'm with you guys. Give me San Francisco. It's just the spread's just not big. Detroit's I think going to be better this year than what people think, but not this ain't the week, man. San Francisco's coming for an NFC title here, you know, and they've got the talent to do it. They've got a good defense. Give me San Francisco. I can uh, easily fade Detroit and DFS this week. And you can play whoever you want on Frisco. Just uh, I'd play them sparingly, just knowing that uh, a blowout could be in, in the cards. Yeah, I agree. I, I worry more about the passing game. It's a, it's a great spot for Garoppolo, but uh, how much is going to have to do this ground game could dominate. So, Derek, San Francisco for you as well, correct? Yep. All right, so clean sweep there. That brings our parlay card up to three. We have San Francisco minus seven and a half. Jacksonville minus three, grab that while you can, and over 48 and a half in Philadelphia and Atlanta. All right, moving right along here, Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Buffalo minus six and a half here, Chop. Total sitting at 48 and a half. We really saw the evolution of Spill's offense last season, led by Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs. Uh, you have some additions there, and Emmanuel Sanders now. Pittsburgh. Big addition. Najee Harris looks too cheap. Looks like he's going to be a popular play this week. So thoughts on that against this Buffalo defense? And then where are you going in this game? Steelers and Bills. All right. So this is a tough game to pick with this, this spread in total because I want, I'm want i leaning all kinds of different ways on this thing. Uh, I'll get that out of the way first. I'm going to take the over in this game. And I'm taking it because, uh, well, I would have played Pittsburgh. I wanted to play Pittsburgh here, but I haven't got any definitive word on their best defensive player, T.J. Watt. Where is he at? Like, is he going to play this game? How, is it, how effective can he be after missing everything so Re- far this camp? Return to practice. Yep. Okay, so he's got a few days to get in the game. I, I assume he's okay shape, but game shape is different. Yeah, he figured he was just holding out for camp, but that worries me. It worries me when your best defender is just now coming into camp. So maybe week one is not the week to take the Pittsburgh and, and to, be, to depend on their defense because they're going to have to be 100%. Like you said, this Buffalo offense is pretty crazy good. So uh, I'm going to take the over here because of that, and I'm taking the over because I think one of the things we can do with these old quarterbacks like Roethlisberger is get them early, play them early before they really start to wear down a little bit. I think I think we could play him early in this game. He could put up some points. They're going to have to pass. I don't think they're going to run the ball very effectively uh, with that offensive line. So, give me the passing game here for Pittsburgh. Give me the passing game for Buffalo, which is all they do anyway. And uh, give me the over the total. All right, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh uh, in this. Oh, one. you got it. You stole it. That hits. I won. I want credit for that. <laughs> That's where I was going regardless. So I, I was going to see if you were coming along, but it, you know, a few reasons I think they keep this game close. Also, that six and a half uh, kind of makes you feel like they're wanting you to step into that Buffalo trap, Derek. And, oh, it's not quite a touchdown. Buffalo only has to win by a touchdown. That's easy. Ben's washed up. There's a lot of weaponry on this team. The three receivers, Najee Harris, like I mentioned, uh, is cheap. And, and this Buffalo defense, not quite as good as people give it credit for. So, no doubt, Buffalo's going to score points. I don't hate the over here, but I- I'm going Pittsburgh uh, plus the six and a half. I do like Harris. I like Claypool, Deontay Johnson. Uh, I'm going to be mixing these guys in a lot of different lineups. So Steelers for me, Derek, what do you got? So we didn't clarify uh, for our picks uh, side bet. Do we get one abstain each week? 
No abstaining. No abstaining. I, nope. This would have been my this... my abstain. Nope. You you got it. We got to bring it every week. All right. Um, you all think right, about it while you analyze the DFS portion <laughs> of the game. All right. So yeah, uh, Najee Harris. I'm going to be on him early and often. Uh, I think he's going to step right into that Le'Veon Bell role. Um, we kind of saw that in the preseason. Bad offensive line for sure. Not the best matchup, but I think he's going to get a lot of volume, a lot of dump offs from Big Ben. And then uh, with the receivers, I like Deontay of the three. Um, wouldn't surprise me to see Claypool uh, go off, but um, I kind of think he's going to get you know more Tredavious White than Deontay will. Um, so I'll go with Deontay there. And then Buffalo, pretty simple. I mean, you play Josh Allen every week. You pair him up with Stephon Diggs every week. I don't think you need to mess with Sanders, Beasley, Davis, or uh, either, either of these running backs in a full slate like this one. And then... Yeah, I guess I'll I guess I'll go uh give me Buffalo and then we'll have three different. All right, three different. So we're not helping the people out much. Just maybe stay away from this game is what we're getting at here. And uh Buffalo for Derek. Garth, uh if we can find a way to do that, we will. But again, you can just do it on YouTube. We appreciate the like, the subscribe there. Can also on Twitter, and if you guys are listening, you haven't followed yet, at DFSOG's pod is the Twitter handle dedicated. Uh, specifically to this pod, the news, things like that. So uh, make sure you guys go over there and give that a follow. I'm going to plug this contest again, fanduelcom slash OG, single entry, $7 contest, weekly prizes, of course, yearly prizes at the end of the year, $5,000 to whoever can put up the best 10 lineups of the season. We think it's going to be one of us. Bring it. Let's see what you guys got, your chance to compete on a level playing field against us. So let's move on to our next game. Oh, what do we got next here? Denver and the Giants. Denver, small road favorites here, minus two and a half, Derek. Very low total, 41 and a half. Denver named Teddy Bridgewater, starting quarterback. Weapons galore in that offense. Javante Williams there now as well. The Giants bring in Kenny Galladay. Not exactly been healthy here. Bringing Kadarius Toney. Not exactly been healthy. So kind of the story here with this team, Derek. A lot of injuries, including the big name, Saquon Barkley dealing with an injury. So I'm going to go first here again. I'm taking Denver in this game. And one of the only things I really like in this game is I think Denver wins, and I think it's on the strength of their defense uh, with Daniel Jones turning the ball over. So I really like that Broncos defense. So give me them as well. Uh, Jerry Judy, a little cheap across the industry. I don't mind him. But all in all, pretty much a stay away from me outside of that Denver defense, Derek. So Denver minus two and a half for me. Let's say you. From a DFS perspective, Jerry Judy is the only player, I think, in the game that I'll have any exposure to. Uh, Bridgewater, more of a game manager. Uh, you mentioned the backfield. Javante Williams probably going to be his towards the end of the season. But right now, you know, Gordon is going to start and uh, mix in there. Sudden coming off the injury, don't love that. Fant, I liked him better if uh, Locke was going to be the quarterback. Yeah, don't trust Daniel Jones. Um, the receivers, uh, it's a tough matchup. And Broncos have four really good cornerbacks, two of the best safeties around. Uh, great defensive coach. So. Yeah, uh, Saquon might be limited to start the season. So I agree with you, Weird. Give me Denver and give me some Jerry Judy. All right, two for two on Denver. Uh, Josh Duck in the chat asking about the link for the contest. So it's 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 posted on that Twitter post. It's also, again, fanduel.com slash OG. Very simple. And that'll be your kind of home to check the standings every week, see how you're doing uh, in the season-long contest as well. So make sure you guys bookmark that page. Uh, you can find it easily and keep track of everything. Uh, as we go along so chop three for three here are we adding to our parlay card here with denver are you you're gonna you're gonna shock us all and go with daniel jones and the giants i will not be going with the giants 
And as much as I want to add to the parlay card, I am uh, I'm going to take a very very bad bet here. This is going to be a uh -oh. bad bet. I, uh -oh. I can feel it. <laughs> I, I can feel it. It's just not something. I don't know. But I'm going to take the under here. No, yeah, I'm going to take no, yeah, I'm going to take the under. Okay, I want the under. For on sure. The yeah, I want the under. I want All to right. go Denver, but I feel like I feel like I'm taking too many road favorites. And I don't want I want to yeah. keep that up. I don't want to, I don't want to, that's really typically not a good thing to do. So so I don't want to go that bad, even though I do like them. But like 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 y'all were saying, you have Der Denver is gonna be an incredible defense this year. So improved. They go like eight deep in the secondary. They're very good. Like they stole for some reason. They were going after uh Patrick Sertain in the first round when they probably should have been going a different direction. They stole him from the Cowboys. So they're very, very deep in the secondary. Good defense. Worry about Daniel Jones in this offense. Don't want any piece of the Giants' offense in Week One. Barkley's probably limping around. Who knows if he's fully recovered? All that other good stuff. So, you got that part of it. But then at the same time, I go on the other side, and I'm certainly not taking Teddy Bridgewater as a road favorite. You know what I'm saying? Check down Teddy. So I think that's going to equal the under here, even though the under is so low in today's NFL. It's that's tough. That's a tough number to take. But I'm going to take the under here. I mean, I, I like the Denver defense, so they do their part. Uh, I don't hate that. It is a low number. I mean, 41 and a half is about as low as we're going to get. But uh, way to go bold there, Chop. I don't know if you were flipping coins over there, like over, <laughs> under. Let's see. We'll just we'll just pick what it says. So under the official pick here for Chop. All right, three games left here in week one. Next game, Green Bay traveling to not New Orleans, but traveling to Jacksonville for this game. Obviously, we know the Superdome is going to be out of commission for a few weeks. So Green Bay minus four in this game, total at 50. So Chop, we know th this game's filled with, with big names. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, uh, Aaron Jones, Alvin Kamara, a ton of star power here in this game. Me personally, love Alvin Kamara in this game. He, Derek said he had his favorite running back earlier was Dalvin Cook minus Kamara. Smashed this Green Bay team almost 50 DraftKings points last season in their matchup here. No Michael Thomas. He's going to be very involved in this game. Green Bay struggles big time against the run here. So uh, I'll save my pick here, but uh, I love Alvin Kamara in fantasy chop. Uh, let's go to you. How does this game play out? Jameis Winston, you wanted him. You demanded him, chop. We are here. Are you a believer? You're going to be using him in your week one lineups. Yes, I will be using him. I do like Jameis. I do like the passing game. Yeah, Michael Thomas is a big, you know, it's very disappointing that you don't have that weapon there, but they can still fill in. They can still make it happen. I, I'm disappointed that the game isn't in that environment in New Orleans, you know, in that dome, and that would really help out the, the Saints. So uh, neutral field, not as good for them. But, uh, and then on the other side, you got Aaron Rodgers, like, there's just no deficiencies in his game. He's always going to be steady. He's always going to – and he's get, he gets the benefit here. New Orleans is really going to struggle on defense for the first several weeks. They got some key uh, suspensions, some guys missing off that defense. They're going to be in trouble here for a while. So for all those reasons, give me the over. Give me the over here, man. I got trust in Jameis. I, got, I think that Sean Payton can put together a game plan – so much better for uh, Jameis than Bruce Arians ever did. And, uh, you know, Bruce Arians kind of, I think he's kind of uh, a little bit overrated. Tom Brady came and saved his bacon here, man, this past year. So I think Jameis is going to do all right. And so uh, give me, I wish it was, I wish it was in New Orleans. I'd have more confidence here, but I'll take the over in this game.
All right, you you poo pooed on my Cincinnati pick, both of you. So chop, I'm gonna I'm gonna go opposite of you here. I, I'm gonna go under. I don't have as much faith uh, in Jameis Winston here. Uh, we do got to talk Marquez Callaway though. I think uh, it's gonna be an interesting point for people to play him to not to play. I think cash games is the easiest play on the board at 3.4k on, on DraftKings and on FanDuel is pretty cheap as well. Uh, chop thoughts on on Callaway more so in tournaments if he's gonna be highly owned. Uh, I know you love Jameis. Is that something you want to get on board with? Do you want to fade that? How, how are you handing Callaway real quick? Uh, for tournaments, I mean, I'll have some teams with him just because uh, it's the way it plays out. When you go Jameis, you've got to pair him with somebody. That's He's not a runner like that. So you got to have uh, – I'll have some Callaway. I'll be probably be under the field com- considering what we think the ownership is going to be. I worry. Now you're in the now you're in game one and you're gonna probably be the focused wide receiver for the defense. This isn't the preseason anymore. Uh, and you've got a very, very tough matchup. Maybe one of the best cornerbacks in all of football. It's gonna be a tough one for him. But I think uh Jameis can actually spread it around Traquan and some other guys. So I'm underweight on Callaway, but like you said, in cash games, you can't pass up on that salary. Yeah, it's cheap. Fifty-two hundred on Fanduel. I mean, he, he's a, he's a screaming value here, Derek. So uh, thoughts on Callaway? Thoughts on Camara? Thoughts on, on you going over with Chop? Are you going under with me? Or are you, are you taking a side in this game? I do like Callaway. Looked great in the preseason. Uh, really good chemistry with Jameis Winston, which is nice to see. You mentioned the price point, um, and I was just looking at lineup HQ. If you sort by the point per dollar um, with our with our projections. He's like the 30th best play on FanDuel and the first best play on DraftKings. So I don't think we have to worry too much about uh, ownership on FanDuel. Um, so I think he's a great play there. Um, you know, the Galaxy Brain play is going to be Traquan. He'll have, you know, one-fifth the ownership of Callaway. Uh, don't mind Jameis. Um, I love Kamara. Uh, like you mentioned, um, just a, a great matchup for him. And Drew Brees was more of a checkdown guy than Jameis, but uh, I think he's going to be fine. And uh, on the other side, Really just Devontae Adams for me. Um, I said this in the wide receiver show we did a couple weeks ago. He's coming off of a year where he averaged more fantasy points per game than anyone since Jerry Rice. So, I mean, just massive. I'm not worried about Marshawn Lattimore. Um, Sounds like he could be facing a suspension, although I doubt it's going to be for week one at this point. Um, But if that's going to lower his ownership, um, give me even more Devontae. And that's pretty much it on the DFS side. And then even though it's technically a road favorite, I mean, this this game isn't – home for anyone so give me the Packers in this one uh, your wife must be watching she, she <laughs> yeah, right. that request. you better pick Green Bay here I, you know I love it as a Green Bay fan I, I was leaning that way I just think it, it could be more of a slog than, than a high scoring game here one quick note uh, New Orleans allowed the fewest Fanduel points to running backs last season. So, you know, Aaron Jones, kind of a tough play here. A.J. Dillon also lurking here. Uh, and New Orleans, here. we got a new got a here. new running back, Tony Jones here. Jr. I got to go. Aaron Jones is going to slaughter this defensive line in this game one. There you go. They got, going they're, against they, the numbers. They're missing some guys. And I, you know how I like to key in on defense is missing guys, but yes, usually sir. it's later in the year. But now we're getting week one suspensions are going to be tough on New Orleans. I like it. I'm just th- I'm just throwing the numbers out there. I like that you came smashing through and, and so forget them numbers. Look at the de- look at the injury. So uh Josh Duck wants to know about Randall Cobb. Guys, any thoughts there? We didn't bring him up. I kind of want to see how he's acclimated into this offense. So a cheap dart throw at best, but probably not much interest for me. Uh anybody, Randall Cobb. 
I looked up his age. I thought he was like 40. He's only 31. Um, so maybe he's not past his prime. He's missed half his career with injuries anyway. Um, I, I, I want to see how he plays. I'm higher on him now than I was, you know, earlier uh, when we were doing shows. But, yeah, wait and see approach for me. Yeah, he's not quite an OG. My, my worry is I don't think he's going to play every – you know, he's not going to be an every snap kind of player. They're going to mix in a lot of different guys. So, you know, you're, you're getting a, a – a, especially at first, you're, you're getting a guy, yes, he knows the offense, but uh, I just don't see the the upside uh, with Randall Cobb right now. We'll see uh, how it goes. All right, we got two games left here. We're, we're a little bit over an hour. We went, we're going a little long, a little OT here in week one. The goal uh, moving forward, try to keep this under an hour. You know you guys are busy. Uh, and time is valuable. So uh, we'll, we'll scale this thing down. Let us know how you like the format here, given our best bets, given the DFS analysis. If you guys enjoy that, uh, let us know. You can also go leave some reviews on Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to the shows, and, of course, uh, comments in the YouTube comment section. All right, two games left. Derek, Miami, New England, Patriots minus three here, 43 and a half uh, on the total here. Is this the season? Miami takes the leap here, obviously, the coaching tree comes from New England here. New England, we got turnover there with Mac Jones taking over the starting quarterback position. Uh, can Tua take a leap here? How does this Miami running back situation play out? So a lot of season-long preseason questions uh, come into play here, Derek. How do you think this game plays out here in week one? So I really like Miami for the season. I picked the over on their win total. Uh, I like Brian Flores as kind of a, a deep dart in terms of the coach of the year bet. But, uh, man, Patriots at home, minus three, looks awfully good. Um, they're going to have a lot of starters back um, to opt it out for COVID. They added a bunch of pieces, uh, you know, offensively. Jonu, Henry, Aguilar, Bourne. Their offensive line is probably uh, one of the best in the in the NFL. I think they're going to be able to run the ball in this one. Man, I mean, much better, you know, against the pass and the run. So I'll take uh, New England at home to cover the points. And then DFS-wise, I like Damian Harris as a super sleeper. Um, on FanDuel, you know, touchdowns are a little bit more valuable with the half PPR scoring. He's 5,800 and yeah, no Cam Newton. So he's going to get be getting those goal line work. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson dislocated his thumb um, today in practice. So, you know, maybe, you know, that gives even more uh, carries to Harris. So I think he's interesting. We have him at 3% ownership right now. Um, obviously not a core player or anything like that. But if you're building a bunch of lineups, get some Damian Harris. On the other side, no Will Fuller. So uh, I think Parker and Waddle could be interesting, um, but don't have a strong take there. And the running backs, yeah, it sounds like Gaskin's going to be the guy, but so many guys in that backfield. So probably just going to be avoiding all things uh, Dolphins. They have one of the lowest totals on the board anyway. Yeah, you're a little bit more optimistic than me. I I, I was watching that Stevenson news. If he's out, I, I do have some interest in Harris for sure. Like you said, Fandle's more touchdown heavy. Where DraftKings, you're really relying on those receptions uh, to kind of carry you. So uh, if he's out, I, I like Harris. But Chop, all in all, not really a game I, I have a ton of interest in. I'm going to make my betting pick. I'm going with Miami to pull the upset here uh, and win this game. So I'll take Miami plus three here uh, on the betting sheet. But DFS-wise, Chop, I, I'm having a tough time. I, I think Waddle is interesting. I think Jacoby Myers is interesting. Nothing I'm going out of my way to target here in this game. What about you? I think Tua and Waddle – and uh, even Miles Gaskin and some of these other guys are very, very interesting later in the year. This ain't the week to be playing any Miami guys, I don't think. I'm so confident in New England defense. That's my number one defense in my season long. I like New England, man. They're, All right. They're returning some guys. They're going to be hungry. And now the only, the only problem with this game is not a problem, but 
worry, concern is that, uh, you know, his protege, Belichick's protege, usually give him, gives him some problems here, you know. They had some problems from Miami last year, and so uh, I'm a little worried about that, but that defense is going to be good. Uh, from a betting perspective, I'm taking the Patriots here because I think the offense is good enough now to, to help out the defense. If that was Cam Newton back there, I'd have a little bit more concern. Uh, but I got to take uh, – yeah, I got to take the Patriots here, man. At home, uh, yeah, I, I just think that that defense is going to be really, really good this year. All right, last game here, our highest scoring game uh, projected on the slate. We got Cleveland traveling to Kansas City. We got the Chiefs minus six and a half, 54 and a half here on the total chop. So potential shootout. And that's going to happen every week, obviously, uh, with Kansas City here, the normal characters in play. Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey. Uh, we'll see what the running back rotation looks like. Uh, CEH, a popular uh, pick this offseason. We'll see if he bounces back. Cleveland re really finished the season strong with Baker Mayfield and company. Odell Beckham back healthy. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt. So, again, a game filled with star power. So, who is your pick here in this game? And DFS-wise, who are who are some of the standouts, the guys that you want to make sure you get in your lineups this week? So, uh Kansas City is who they are. You, you know, I'm not going to sit there and tell you you can't play Mahomes and CEH, especially uh, Hill and Kelsey. They're all good. Even uh, now we might get some Hardman taking the place of Watkins, so he may step up and have his uh, five or six weeks this week that make you go, oh, yeah, he's pretty good. So those guys are all in play against Cleveland, even though I think in the long run Cleveland is going to have a good defense, uh, better than what they're going to show in week one. Now on the flip side, Cleveland – Great, the best offensive line in the game, maybe. And so they can run the ball, and uh, Baker can pass the ball. He's got his weapons out there. So uh, everybody's in play in this game. Everybody's in play for DFS-wise. For sports betting-wise, I'm going to narrow it down to Kansas City just because I think really the last game they played in the Super Bowl left a terrible taste in their mouth, and they are really going to be on a tour this year to just spank everybody. And I think it's going to start. And now Cleveland's not this team that's like under the radar anymore and, you know, sneaking up on people. Now you've got this title as being, you know, one of the teams people are pointing at to win the AFC maybe or win your division. Now you're one of the favorites, one of the front runners. How are they going to handle that? I don't know, but I think KC's going to, going to put it down on them. So give me KC. All right, I'm going the under on this one. It's, I mean, it just seems too high. Now Kansas City can score, can score. Can Cleveland do enough to to keep up? I have questions there. And these are two higher end defenses, in my opinion. And Kansas City usually pretty good defensively at home. So uh, does Baker Mayfield just come in here and light this defense up? I don't think so. They're very good against wide receivers. Uh, the running game obviously is a concern with, with Chubb and Hunt getting it going, but. Uh, I think, Derek, this one stays under that number at 54 and a half. As far as DFS, really love Travis Kelsey here, and it's it's easier this week to buy him. There's so many value-wide receivers uh, that we've already talked about. Some we probably didn't even cover, but I think it's an easier pill to swallow. There's some value at the quarterback position, but 10 for 109 in that playoff game against Cleveland. Browns allowed the third most fantasy points uh, to the tight end position last season on FanDuel, so I love paying up for Kelsey here this week. Not a ton of tight ends I like this week. I uh, feel pretty good about spending that money, obviously. No-brainer. Uh, Kelsey the best in the game. But give me Kelsey, DFS-wise. Give me the under, though, in the betting market. Agree with both of those, Beer. Um, Kelsey, you mentioned great matchup for him. 
Uh, Cleveland wasn't good against uh, receivers either last year, but they were missing a ton of guys in the secondary. And, yeah, I think they're going to struggle against the tight end again. So love Kelsey, my favorite uh, spend-up option at the position. You always want some Tyreek in your MME builds. Um, you just can't can't leave him out. Uh, he's going to have five or six slate-breaking weeks. And, obviously, you can play Mahomes. Um, and then I agree on the under, too. Uh, I tried to Google it a second ago, but um, KC under, um, when they're at home, hits at an unreal rate over the last two years. So, uh, yeah, give me the under there. I don't really have a ton of interest in um, the Cleveland side. You know, if they're going to keep this game close, if they're going to win, it's going to be Nick Chubb. Uh, Chubb mentioned their offensive line is great and the best way to beat the Chiefs last year was with a good pass rush and a good run game. Um, so Cleveland does have both of those things. I still think uh, Casey rolls in this one. But, yeah, Chubb's is going to be tough for DFS. He doesn't catch passes, and, you know, he's going to lose a lot of work to Kareem Hunt. Uh, Beatpaws wants to know – Thoughts on the Kansas City total over or under? I, I feel better about the under of the game. I, I think Kansas City sitting right around 30. I, I hate betting Kansas City to be under. I mean, they could go over their total, and, and this could still stay under the game total. So you guys got any thoughts on that uh, as far as Kansas City? We'll just call it 30 over or under on their team total. Anybody? I, I would take the uh, – I'm, I'm on the over. It could still go under on the game too because Cleveland, you're depending on Cleveland to score points, but I just don't see – uh, you know, Andy Reid's pretty good. We we know the numbers after a bye week. He's pretty good. Well, he's had a whole off season. That's kind of like a bye week. So he he's going to game plan real good for this. And I just think if uh, if everything stays he- stays healthy and stays the same, KC's going to put up some big points. Derek, any thoughts on that, real quick? Yeah, I wouldn't bet on it, but I would go over. All right, that will wrap us up. We made it. Week one is here. So, again, thank you to our friends over at FanDuel for sponsoring the show. Make sure you guys, a couple more reminders, like on YouTube, reviews wherever you listen to your podcast, FanDuel.com slash OG. Enter the single entry contest, $7 buy-in. That's going to go all 18 weeks of the season. We're going to highlight and spotlight the winners as we go along, who's doing well in the contest. So, uh, it's going to be a fun thing that we're going to track all season long and give shout outs to you guys here on the show. So make sure you guys go uh, and reserve your spots. Only 1,000 spots if we fill it. Hey, guess what? Fandle said we'll make it even bigger. So let's send a message. Let's send a statement. Go and reserve your lineup uh, in that contest today. Guys, final thoughts here. Week one is approaching. Uh, what do we got here for the people, Derek? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, we worked hard to get that uh, $10,000 in prizes added. So uh, make sure to fill this up. Do us a favor, fill up this league. Um, it's going to be a lot of uh, free bonuses there at the end. So um, like Beer mentioned, just join now and then uh, worry about picking your team later. Good luck to everybody. Um, and I'm always open uh, DMs on Twitter. So if you have any questions at all, let me know. There you go. Chop, final thoughts here, week one. I'm just ready for it, man. I'm ready to do a... Sit down in front of that couch with my plate of food and just watch some football. So it's finally here. And like Derek said, we did, we did, you have no idea what we went through behind the scenes to get this thing rolling. So by all means, please try to try to get that thing filled up. You know, the more, the more entries, the better, the better it'll be in the future. So uh, we appreciate everybody listening, man. All right. Great way to support the show. If you guys love what we do, uh, make sure you come and check us out every week. But filling that contest, uh, thank the sponsor of the show as well. So like Derek said, go reserve your entry. can come back at any point up until kickoff Sunday uh, and fill that baby in. But should be a lot of fun. So again, FanDuel.com slash OG for Notorious, for Head Chopper, for the fine folks over at FanDuel. I am Beer saying salut. We are the DFS OGs. Thank you, as always, for listening. 
Best of luck to everybody out there. We hope we're talking to one of you guys uh, that won a million dollars next week. I can't wait to get the football season started. So, again, thank you for listening. Best of luck. We'll talk to you next week. We're out.